0: Cincinnati Garden sitting out there big as day. Open that up, renovate it, soccer, soccer,
1: What's up, world? This is Sway from MTV News, and welcome to Tonight, Knifey Flying Radio, Radio, or KLR, if you're really down. My name is actually Jonah, you can at me at The Ice Skates on Twitter or The Burning Bison on Reddit, where I am incredibly popular, I'm joined by a reformed indoor soccer instigator, Zach. <laughs> He's at a loss for words. And we're missing two other people for reasons unknown. So on Nike uh, Lion Radio, order. we'll be talking about uh, FC Cincinnati, their most recent games, the players any of the other nonsense going on that week. And this is show number one, so you can tell your grandkids you were there when it first went down, horribly down. But before I forget, if you're listening right now, you're officially in the John, John Harks Hark- Cave, Hark- of Cave of Wonders. Wonders. <laughs> so a quick rundown of what we're going to talk about today. The game against Charleston just happened. The stadium... We'll uh, check in with our
0: FCC Inside Source
1: for the Inside Source rumors you've been craving from this podcast you've never heard. There'll be Koch Watch, Catch, Watch, where we see how Koch is doing and if his seat is getting a little hot, <coughs> a little hot, uh, maybe the next game we'll talk about for a second, uh, maybe take a shit on Louisville, and uh, I'm going to ask, where's, where's Nazmey? So let's get to it. But first, a shout out to our first half sponsor, Surf Cincinnati. Get wet and wild your way at Surf Cincinnati, reopening June of 1997. All right. Moving on. Yesterday, FCC beat Charleston one to nothing With John Doe, a.k.a. Blake Smith, scoring in the 18th minute after a good buildup between Corbin Bone and Emery Welshman. Besides that, there was a free kick by Ledesma, perfect volley by Lance Lang that did not go in.
2: Um, second half, there was one chance where uh, Danny Koenig played it off his chest. Seymour was in there.
1: So the first half, they were decent possession. No players looked terrible. In the second half, they uh, started playing, playing not to lose the game. And uh, in turn, they almost lost it.
2: Yeah, half number one was really impressive. A lot of one-touch, quick passing, a lot of good movement. There was one really good build-up play where Ledesma played Justin Hoyt through, who did a backheel, and it didn't come off. But, yeah, the second half, it
1: fell to pieces. So I guess I shouldn't complain too much because uh, they won a game on the road, which, I don't know, maybe they did once last year. But it was a little disconcerting. I got some stats here. These are next level stats. These are called touch stats. You might not have heard of them. Emery Welshman, starting striker. Four touches in the offensive half in the second half of the game. That tells me uh, our offense kind of didn't exist in the second half. Also, there was a headed chance for the sub Seymour in the second half, and he kind of blew it. And I'm imagining that somewhere GB was doing his patented fake vomiting and uh, laughing. (laughs) <laughs> for a, a chance that he would have for sure buried Corbin Bone what do we think about Corbin Bone who seems to be uh yeah I don't know but I will say
2: our love for Nazmi is based purely on YouTube so <laughs> maybe they all
1: know something that we well, don't Nazmi's have. never let me down I'll be honest because he hasn't had a chance to uh Corbin Bone 28 touches in the first half nine touches for Corbin Bone in the second half Richie Ryan I still like him two first names seems like a great guy Maybe I'm not enough of an expert to know the little things he's doing, but uh, he's out there. He's doing something. He got kicked in the face. Mm, Yeah. That's what I remember (laughs) That's about it. Richie Ryan did take a boot to the face. So for that, I welcome him with open arms into the John Hark's Cave of Wonders. Hope you get better soon. I'll say one other thing about game
2: number one was the one sub that I did like was Haber coming in for Ledesma which he obviously came in late, but that was an actual difference maker. Koonin came in. Danny Koenig. Did nothing for me. He chased down the keeper 10 times, but that's not
1: very helpful. Danny Koenig. A good thing, uh, I have to say, if I owned a Mitch Says No shirt last night, I would have set it on fire. Screaming towards the sky as I praised our new goaltending god, Evan, Evan Almighty. On. I was even able to make peace with that truly awful sports center via public access commercial starring him. And, uh, What's his face? Austin Berry. But he's a great <laughs> goalie.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you watched on YouTube, I guess consider yourself lucky because this commercial was an abomination.
1: I mean, what's Mitch's last name? I've already blocked it out of my
2: head. Evan Newton did. There's one thing he did that Mitch never did. and He charged out of the box to punch a cross out of the air. Mitch would be still perched on his goal line
1: couple good things about uh, the first half and the preseason Justin Hoyt seems like he uh, last season he was good but just like kind of one of the guys this uh, year seems like he's going to step up and they're playing him at least in preseason he was all over the field Corbin bonishly but playing from left back
2: yeah and I'll say uh, Forrest Lasso and Takel Keenan were impressive again like they have been all preseason and Lance Lang again I think is my favorite signing.
1: Lance Lang is good. I like how he says his name. Lance Lang. And then uh, Blake Smith, who I really couldn't have told you, was on the team. Probably because his name is Blake Smith. It he, he was a little in and out, but uh, if you score, you know, you get at least a seven from me. So Blake Smith, kudos. Anyways, folks, this portion of KLR is sponsored by... where right now sweater vests are only $24.99 or two for $40 in six colors to choose from. Nautica shoes, only $59.99. Check them out. Western Hills Plaza or Swifton Commons. Everyone knows where to get their clothes. Devereaux.
2: Stadium status.
1: Anyways, this week, uh, CPS turned down or FCC turned down, depending on how you want to say it the deal for the West End Stadium. And uh, while I started off being kind of annoyed at Cincinnati Public Schools turning down what seems like free money, I immediately switched to the other side because I didn't want to be on the side of these obnoxious assholes who I found I was in agreement with on uh, the basic issue. But then uh, things quickly went off the rails with people, you know, basically trying to set our children on fire to punish cps for not voting for a soccer stadium
2: the mindset of our a lot of our fans became clear the night of the chicago fire match when black lives matter was there and then again talking about gentrifying the west end and now again with cps i think uh, i think i was hoping a lot of our fan base had different i was hoping a lot of our fan base had a different political mind than the Lindners but
1: they don't uh Yeah, immediately people were like, I don't want to park and uh, walk through that shithole neighborhood (laughs) anyways, so I don't know why he uh, would be surprised that maybe CPS wouldn't want to put a new stadium down there. Uh, That dude! um, A giant problem with his offseason was having to
2: listen to 700 WLW, in which they were referring to the West End as Aleppo.
1: (laughs) Aleppo, it is not. Which reminds me, if you're listening, you are officially in the, the John Hark's Cave of Wonders. But you already knew that. But it was just uh, pretty clear to me how quickly people turned. Uh, I just got the vibe that uh, all the people were saying, everyone needs to never vote for a CPS level- levy ever again. These people do not live in CPS mostly. And the ones that do, uh, well, I mean, they probably weren't going to vote for a levy anyways. But luckily, these things seem to be passing overwhelmingly, so a few of these... Uh, Fucking douchebags shouldn't uh, weigh the scales too much. I would hope, but me personally, I at this point, I do not care where the stadium goes. I have it on amazing authority. I, I'm just guessing that we have the bid already. Inside source. So I don't really care wherever they go. I'm gonna watch the game. Uh, They all have their advantages and disadvantages. And uh, if you're not gonna go because it's in Oakley or Newport, then you're probably a goober, anyways.
2: yeah, who really gives a
1: shit? Fuck off. This next portion of uh, Knifey Lion Radio is proudly presented by Club Vertigo. Women's half-price drinks on Tuesdays on short vine behind Bogart's Vertigo. Vertigo. So this next segment, uh, it's called... Catch, watch. You wouldn't think there'd be much watch to Koch right now because, uh, you know, he just signed 45 new guys who all seem amazing, but apparently... Some um, highly reputable no-name, Bob Williams, implied that their players have turned on Coach Koch already and they feel like they were misled about playing time. And he uh, said, this is his own quote, this could all unravel very quickly, which sounds like horse shit. Well,
2: With all we say, have to go off,
1: <laughs> Everyone is, assumes that
2: uh, the team unraveling is based on playing time, which has led people to point the blame at Nazmi and at Amiobi. Which that's all pure speculation, but we have a little inside information. Inside source that really the complaints might be with Koch's training methods and um, activity as a practice, maybe not suited for thirty-year-old professional full-time soccer players, focusing more on technique <sighs> and uh, five sides and not really working on in-game scenarios. And that being said. I don't think Koch is on the hot seat. We played one game. It was away. We won. We looked pretty good in the first half. And, um, you know, now we got a week off playing a brand new team after that. I think uh, the real test will see how we fare against Louisville at home. Hands down the best team in the league last year. I expect them to be the best team in the league this year. Yeah.
1: I feel like a lot of Koch's appeal has been that he looks like he'd be a great coach. Not that I'm saying he's a bad coach, necessarily, because it's hard to tell what all a coach did when you're watching a game. But, you know, he's got that square jaw. He's South African. He's got a presence. He wears those track suits. He looks like he knows what he's doing. So we have to kind of take his word for it. But uh, But I guess we're a little l- far away from that. There's only been one game. I mean, things are kind of falling apart. Even though I got three points, the season's basically over. But, it could uh, all unravel
2: <laughs> very quickly. Um, yeah, I equate it to um, Thomas Mueller, who's one of the best strikers in the world, but he doesn't get his
1: due because he's ugly as sin. Although I think Frank Rebri kind of benefits from how ugly he is. It almost <laughs> seems like it's upping his ability because half his face is gone. Um, but... Like we said, we have inside sources everywhere. People might not believe it. They think I'm full of shit because sometimes I say things and they don't seem totally true, but obviously they are true. And I do know what I'm talking about. I've got little plants in all little fields sprouting, giving me information. I can't say where, but uh, we actually did have an inside source this week at some place where nobody else was. It was closed to media. It was an executive board by the CPS. So I can't say who, but somebody was in that boardroom meeting. We got them to really kind of tell us what happened in there. And that brings us to this week's uh, FCC Inside Source.
0: FCC Inside Source.
1: All right. um, I'll just go ahead and take it away.
0: Uh, yeah. I was in the room for the executive board meeting. Uh, I can't say in what capacity, but I was there. The room was incredibly tense. I tapped board member Eve Bolton on the shoulder repeatedly, begging her to hand me a Danish that was part of a food spread in the middle of the table. (laughs) She chastised me and claimed this meeting wasn't about snacking. Uh, Eve, if you're listening, you were wrong. I have blood sugar issues and this was no time for you to prove a point. Uh, Where was I? As for the meeting... The board members spent quite a bit of time mocking the team's postseason struggles with one person asking, Do we count the U.S. Open Cup as the postseason?" And the room fell silent. Uh, finally, someone said no. No, we don't. And that was that, at least for that issue. But besides that, the room was pretty united, and I made sure to be the last one to leave so I could peacefully claim my Danish. FCC Inside Source
1: Wow, powerful stuff. Um, So this week there's a rumor the MLS could be announced. I'm going to go ahead and say with 99.9% certainty. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, if it is, then that'll be the big news of the week because then there's a buy and then we go to Indy for our first game ever against the real Indy 11. I think we do play in Dayton on Saturday, I guess we play Dayton. Saturday, <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's not important, not worth mentioning. <laughs> you know, this week, episode number one, it's really just an introduction for you to learn, love, get familiar with our voices, digest them, regurgitate them, talk about it with your friends. But we will we'll have some more, some more insightful voices next week, and some more, some more segments, including uh, chants, which we will be giving out for free to the supporters groups who. You know they're okay. Sometimes they're pretty lacking, and uh, I'll just give you a taste right now, okay? If will Nasmi ever play, I don't know. But if you will, I've I've got a chant, and uh, I know the Bailey are big REM fans. And uh, if you're familiar with "Losing My Religion," we're gonna replace a word with not. I'll just sing it, okay?
0: <clears throat> me with a corner, Nas me with a back. Track regaining possession
1: So you can imagine the whole Bailey together as one young and old kind of singing that It'd be pretty powerful stuff Um, uh, A lot of big Eagles fans in the crowd as well So I don't have a second (laughs) sentence for it But uh Ooh Richie Ryan That would be pretty good and uh it's if you're a fan of Dumb and Dumber and you were born in the 80s, I'm sure you would know this song for Corbin
0: Bone. Corbin Bone, Corbin Bone, Corbin Bone. Bon.
1: Uh Emory Welshman, if he ever puts one into the net, um, if I mean I don't need to say this, I'm sure there's a lot of Fiddler on the Roof fans in the Bailey. Um. So you would know this one immediately. If I was a Welshman, la, da, 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 I'd score all the... You, you get that. I mean, you could fill in the blanks.
2: Um, Nick's Corbin
1: Bone song actually didn't change the words at all. It just just, <laughs> he's a vegetarian. Corbin Bone, uh, he's hip. We've seen his hair. I know he lives in Northside. Um, his wife does amazing hairstyles. Hopefully different styles than what Corbin's got at the current moment. Corbin Bone! He's a vegetarian! Probably Corbin Bone. Corbin Bone. We all know uh, the Proclaimers and uh, <laughs> their smash hit, uh, I don't know what it was called, <laughs> the I Would Walk 500 Miles. And then, so the Bailey would sing basically the entire song. It might have to be at halftime because it's about four minutes long. But then we get to the dramatic end. la <laughs> <laughs> Or we could skip uh, all the other verses and courses and just skip to uh Ledesma. So if anyone from Diane Schlag or uh the Prid <laughs> is listening, or uh even uh Queen City Mobsters or who else is there? Uh The Prid Norse. Pray Norse, uh the Voilas, uh Jimmy's kids, um <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Uh the Silent Freddy Gang. <laughs> when there's ladies. Any of you guys. That's my... But, like, you know. Tough. Anyway, so, next game. Indy 11. I'll be there. I'll be there. I think the whole CST crew will be there. There might be a standoff uh, in the concession area because... Like, they don't know I exist yet as a podcast, but I've kind of been catching vibes that they don't want another podcast. And uh, there's not another podcast. There's the podcast, and you're listening to it. And Because if you're listening, you already know you're officially in the, the John Hark's John- Cave of Waters. Wonders. But, uh, you know, show number one's in the book. Hopefully next time uh, the other guys will be here, and we'll just have to talk to him. So Godspeed. Zach, you anything to say? Yeah, contrary to everything I've said, I really do like the team. So, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be back for the next one. I'll try not to be so negative <laughs> next time. Yeah, you know, they won the game, 3 points, they're in first place. No one can take that away from them unless it's goal differential. Rise again. Rise again.